Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Luta, and this is the Locker Room Podcast. And holy hell, holy hell, man, do we have a show for you today. Oh, my God. If you don't know the news for this past weekend, ho, ho, I am still buzzing about it three days later. This past Saturday, Israel Adesanya versus Sean Strickland. I know, I know usually I do the little bit of a tidbits before about the week, the weekend, the movies, and all the other news that's going on here in the United States of America, but goddamn, I just want to hop into it. So just let me preach on this. Holy hell. This past Saturday, we witnessed possibly, possibly the biggest upset of all of UFC since the birth in the early 1990s. I mean, is it bigger than the GSP getting TKO'd by Matt Serra in the first round? Is it bigger than Ronda Rousey getting head kicked to death by Holly Holm that shook the goddamn world? Possibly, because who in the hell saw that happening? Sean Strickland just dismantling Israel Adesanya. Completely dismantling him over five rounds. I just, I, I can't believe it. It's just one of those things. That I, 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 hold on, let me pause for a second. Uh, as you guys know, in the last episode, I did pick Israel Adesanya to win. I think everyone did. He was a six to one underdog. You could have gotten Sean Strickland at plus six hundred, meaning if you bet a hundred dollars, you would have got six hundred back. And you just do the math from there. So if you bet a grand, you get six grand back, like plus your original money. So you're just up six six times your money in general for whatever. And who who would have saw that Sean Strickland over five rounds would have dismantled, literally disarmed Israel Adesanya? The leg kicks were not working. The jabs were not working. The feints. The head movement, all the tricks, the tactics, the smoke and mirrors, all the magic was not working. And not only that, if you would have told me, if I was in a coma and I woke up the day after and you told me that Sean Strickland won the fight, I would have thought it was via wrestling. I think everyone's money would have been that he got the job done by wrestling Israel to death. Because if there's any weaknesses in his game, you could just say it's it's in the wrestling. That's how he lost against Jan Blahovich when he went up to try to get double champ status at 205 pounds. But no, Sean Strickland out-jabbed, out-worked, out-punched, out-everything of Israel Adesanya. The, the numbers for the strikes were just goddamn ridiculous. It did not make any sense. Israel Adesanya only landed around 23 strikes throughout the whole entire fight. All of his leg kicks were checked. He threw around 145 strikes, landed under under 40%, and Sean Strickland just went to work on him. Not only that, in the first round, he got dropped. He got dropped by, by a hook straight down the pipe. Um, Israel Asana, he tried to he tried to go for that patented lean back, throwing the left hook, the exact same. Um, the exact same strike that he knocked, he knocked out Alex Pereira with. He went for it again, and Sean Strickland went nah, bruh, and just right down the pipe, dropped him. That was that was the first time Israel was dropped in his entire UFC career. On top of that, 
by a guy who's notoriously known by not having any power. By not having any power. It was very reminiscent of Luke Rocco versus Michael Bisping for the second time. Michael Bisping doesn't have any knock didn't at that point have any knockouts on his record until he fought Luke Rocco. Luke Rocco got cocky and got knocked out by Mr. Pillowfist. And the exact same thing almost happened to Israel Asai. Oh my God. Oh I, I'm not gonna lie, I, I am a little butt hurt, but you have to give Sean Strickland the credit that he is due because he came back from losing that split decision against uh, Jerry Cannonier. He came back from being knocked out in the first round by Alex Pereira. And then to come into this fight after a second round TKO over Magomed Ab- Abbas, I can't pronounce his last name, a guy who's not even ranked in the top 10, got a title shot because the would-be challenger, Drake Duplessis injured his foot, so Sean Strickland stepped in on this fight on two months' notice. Everyone and their mama thought Israel Adesanya was going to win. It was in his own backyard. Every the, the odds were against him. The betting odds were against him. Sean Strickland had to fly all across the world to Australia, which is about 14 hours away. Fought Israel Adesanya in his, home, in his own backyard. Had the crowd support behind him fully. Everyone in the pre-fight conference interview, the the pre-fight conference, all the interviews, the crowd when he walked out, they were all cheering him, booing Israel. It was Jesus, Jesus Christ. This it's it's, it's insane. But one thing I just ha- I do have to appreciate. This is why we love this sport. This is why it's the most unpredictable sport in the world. It's, you have the most ways to lose in boxing. You have to worry about the hands and football and basketball. You can kind of predict what's going to happen. The team is up. Hey, this past Sunday, we had the Bears versus Packers game. At the, by the, the time that we got halfway through the game, it was, it was just over. The score ended up being like 16 to 40-something. Like you, there's there's no comeback factor when you have that big of a lead no matter what. You can't knock out the quarterback and then win the game. Well, that would be pretty interesting, right? They just you can just fight the other team, you know, all the concussions. But anyways, it just in an instant, everything MMA related can get flipped on 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 its head, and we can have not have, but we live in a world now where Sean Strickland is the 185 pound champion. Holy hell! Holy hell! God damn! I'm hurt, but you just you gotta appreciate the hustle, man. Sean Strickland coming from nothing, grew up in an abusive household. His dad was an alcoholic, used to beat him when he was growing up. He said he thought he was gonna be locked up in jail. He said he thought about committing very aggressive violence acts when he was growing up. He used to be a neo Nazi, had his head shaved, got in a motorcycle accident, and he completely shredded his quad. So he lost like 30% of his quad muscle and to become a fighter, to get knocked out twice, uh, to get knocked out once and then lost a split decision last year to Jerry Cannonier and to come back and to win this. I got to say, man, if there's anything that says the American dream, that is it, ladies and gentlemen. Like, like that's it. You have to give credit where credit is due. Whether you like him or not, his story is just great. It's fantastic. He used to fight 175 pounds. He actually has a loss to 
uh, Kamara Usman, strangely enough, I never even saw that fight live. I didn't even know they fought until a few weeks ago. He went up to 185, reinvented himself, and look at him now, ladies and gentlemen. Just just look at him now. It's it's just crazy. Still baffled. I mean, I, I believe everyone in the MMA world is. I mean, how, how could you not? I mean, who who would have thought Israel Adesanya's kryptonite would have been Sean Strickland? <laughs> And the fact that he beat him on the feet, it just, Israel just seemed off. I'm not giving him any excuses. Sean Strickland won fair and square. You have to give him that. But Israel just never showed up. I mean, after he got rocked in that first round, I'm guessing he never recovered because he stayed he, he stayed backpedaling against the fence. He never left. His back never left the cage side. Kept backing up. Sean Strickland kept pressing him. And he just had nothing for him. His leg kicks were getting checked. His jabs were not getting through. Sean Strickland just, he got audited, ladies and gentlemen. He, he thought he was the greatest middleweight of all time. Ran into Sean Strickland. Sean Strickland checked his papers, and his papers did not check out. That That's essentially what happened. He he got audited like he was like he was the IRS, and, and now we have a new champion in the world. And it's just... It's strange. It's very strange. Israel did come back and won the second round. It seemed like that mainly happened because after Sean Strickland dropped him in the first round, he just unloaded like 30 strikes on him trying to get him out of there in the first round. And it looked like Sean took the second round off. And then once the third round started, Sean Strickland was back, back in his face, backing him up against the cage, cutting off the cage, did not let him leave the cage at all and just did not let him exit kept on doing pressure and even in the fifth round Sean Israel had to have known he's been here many 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 of times he's had over a hundred kickboxing fights he knew he had to go for broke he knew he was losing his coaches knew he was losing and he had to go for the knockout and as soon as the fifth round started he continued to back up against the cage. He showed zero urgency. It looked like he was afraid and broken, to be quite honest with you. It was very strange to see. Within the, He had one minute left. Sean Strickland threw down his hands and said, let's fight. Let's go for it. This is your time. And Israel Adesanya just like, let him have it. That, that's the time where you go for broke and say, hey, either I'm going to get knocked out or I'm going to knock this guy out and... Israel, even the whole last minute of the fight, just kept retreating to the to the cage. It was just very strange to see. It looked like he was very broken because even in, in the post-fight press conference, he attended it for a minute, you know, gave congratulations to Sean Strickland, and then he let his coach, Eugene Berriman, take it from there. And it was it was weird. We haven't heard from him since. He did a quick... Uh, quick video on his Instagram uh, that was like 30 seconds basically saying that he's fine he has to take some family time but it is very interesting it's going to be very interesting to see exactly what he says when he does speak to the audience because I have no answer for him very very strange but there you go ladies and gentlemen Sean Strickland is the new 185 pound champ Dana White said in a post by press conference that they're going to do a rematch, which I do not agree with. You can tell that the UFC is doing it for monetary reasons because Israel Adesanya is 3-2 and two in his last like five fights. He just he lost the title, re, regained it with the knockout over Alex, and then he just lost it again. So 
very strange they're doing an automatic rematch, but I do believe it's for business purposes. So we we will see where that goes. And 185 just got super interesting. You got Robert Whitaker, you got DDP, you got Hamzat Chimaev, who is facing Paula the Eraser Costa next month in Abu Dhabi. And I tell you what, if Hamzat Chimaev runs through Paulo Costa, they are 100% streamlining him to the title. They're going to take Israel Asayan to the back room and be like, hey, man, we're, we're going to give you $100 to off all right you just go and sit on the sidelines because that man is terrifying and he might just be the next 185 pound champion believe it or not that might just come to fruition because ufc is putting a rocket ship on that man's back because he has all the eastern europe support all the muslim support all the abu dhabi support and unfortunately when it comes to the pay-per-views uh, they are really extending themselves in the foreign market because that's where their money is. Mainly because us Americans, we're, we're not paying for these pay-per-views. Dana White, man, you want a hundred plus dollars per month for these events, plus on top of the ESPN Plus to get the free fights. You're looking at around a hundred and twenty dollars a month. Yeah, we're we got the internet, baby. We got the internet. So I don't blame him, but I mean that's just business, baby. Oh man! So congratulations again, and we're gonna see where this goes. Not he's very he's a very wild man. Say says the most controversial things. He said in the pre-fight press conference that he doesn't believe women should have the right to vote. <laughs> think about that for a second. That's your champion going around saying he doesn't think women have the right to vote now. I do believe it is a little bit tongue-in-cheek, but uh, still, to the people that don't know, they don't know. We know. We know, Sean Shrek. We know what you're doing. He's, he's just straight off-the-cuff wild man, and that's probably what we need in the sport today. We need that wild man. Sean Strickland, I'm excited to see the next fight. Hopefully, it is against Hamzat Chimaev because that's going to be a barn burner. If against Israel Adesanya, I don't know what the hell he has to do to change it up because he got shut out plain and simple no excuses now uh this upcoming weekend we do have um banger of fights in the co-main event and main event we have our boy rising contender uh what's his name jack della madalena facing kevin holland that's going to be a stand-up bang affair neither guy likes to wrestle Every both guys prefer to stand up. The UFC knows what they're doing with that card. And then Valentina Shevchenko is looking to regain her title against Alexa Grasso after she got strangled to death when she lost her title. And then a huge upset as well. So it's going to be interesting. It's in the T-Mobile Arena, 9 p.m. Definitely looking to uh, watch that fight as well. It's going to be very exciting. The rest of the fights on that card, they're meh. They're, they're, they're mad, but that's why we are legally streaming them. Dana White, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That's all I have for you today. Look again for the next episode this Thursday or Friday. I'll go into a little bit more detail about the Shevchenko fight once we get that press conference. It's going to be either Wednesday or Thursday. So that'll be very interesting to see exactly what these ladies have to say. Jack Della Maddalena, Kevin Holland, that's the people's main event gonna be a barn burner tune into that and i will catch you all next time